As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It is time to talk spoilers about the one movie we've been saying no spoilers forever. <laughs> do, do, spoil alerts, do, do, spoil alerts, do, do, spoilers, do, do. I love the fact that you added a syllable. Sorry about spoilers. that. Spoilers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't she know why. Quite, she just couldn't quite fit it in there. Like, like, like that Like that makes me want to do a callback to an old SNL sketch and be yeah. like, nothing like spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Da-da-da-da. <laughs> Um, See, I can do that without pot of humor. That was today. good. That like, was good. Yeah, that works very, very well. I have so much um, to learn. Did from you me. know uh, Captain Logan? <laughs> I, <laughs> Captain Logan's joining us. Uh, he joined us on the podcast proper. Joining us for spoilers as well. Captain Logan, did you know we do a, a new spoilers uh, theme song for every spoiler cast? Oh, oh, is that like a thing? It's a yeah, thing. It's I know. A thing. Den- I know. Danae loves her on the spot theme song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And and the reason is this because we don't want you to know what the theme song is going to be until you hear it. See? That's right. Because uh, see, it would be a spoiler. spoiler. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So we have to do a lot of you guys are You guys are thinking. Here on. <laughs> so let's talk about Star Wars. We'll kind of go through the plot a little bit and then hit the things we want to hit as we work our way through this story. We join you know the events after Return of the Jedi with a new group of people and some new people to meet along the way. And we're going to be spoiling a lot of things a for you. A lot of things. And this movie, I should say, has big spoilers in it. Like, there are, this is a story that when you say no spoiling, there are moments that could be huge spoilers. So, it's true. Oh yeah, of it's true. There's a lot in this movie, too. I'm almost afraid that we're going to miss something because there's so much oh, to we talk will. about. We will. We will. We always we miss will something. Absolutely miss something. But this something. movie is worth going into ex- like the finest amount of detail, but we won't go crazy um, on, on too much detail. So we start uh, with a mission to get a map, a map to find Luke Skywalker. Who is the last Jedi? Who apparently is missing. and uh, After failing to train someone, a kid, mm-hmm, right? Who is Kylo Ren. We'll find out is kind of the main baddie in this in this movie. So they're on this mission to find this map. Uh, Poe, what's Poe's last name? Does anybody remember? Daveron. Daveron. Poe Daveron. With is an the, M. Is the Daveron is the. Well, that's right. That's Dam- right. Dameron. 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 Like cuss word, Aron. <laughs> yeah. 
like like me. like Dameron, I got his name wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that Dameron always on that podcast. Uh, all right. So anyhow, uh, he keeps the water in. <laughs> Poe is the best pilot in what is called the Resistance, which are these fighters that are fighting against the First Order, which is kind of an uprising that came out of, you know, the the Empire, you know, to kind of embrace the dark side and, and do that. And the Resistance are our good guys and, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, Poe is off on this trip. He finds a little uh, futuristic USB port that has the the map on it and he and his little droid bb8 are now in charge of keeping this safe and getting it back and getting to it back the to the resistance so they can use that information to find luke skywalker to help them beat down the first order who is getting very strong and yeah. really having a first order is so strong that they've taken over an entire planet and turned it into a massive no, weapon no, no. they built Planet. Yeah, they built that. Oh, it's they another, did? Yeah. yeah, it's it's another Death Star kind of they thing. They built it. I thought that they like drilled into it somehow. No, or in something. fact, he says it in his speech when he's yeah. giving that big Nazi speech uh, or yeah. whatever. He says, "This planet that you that you stand upon, this planet that you built, you know, like it's it's right in there." Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. It's like the Death Star is a moon. This thing is even bigger. It's a, that, yeah, that it's was, massive. I gotta tell you guys, that was that was the thing I resisted. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, and and just the convenience. I don't I don't know if convenience isn't going to a little too far, but I mean like just the, the timing. The timing is a little convenient. That like that thing is all ready to go, and they're gonna blow up the Republic planets just as the main. You know, action with our new characters is getting started, and just when you know what I mean, like, 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 you know it, just, what, it all, though? it all, it all seems a little timely. Like, if you got a good idea, you go for a second round. You know, <laughs> the Death Star was, it worked. So, I'm not saying it's necessarily a problem that they that, that we I don't know. It is still a little because it's like we had two Death Stars, and now we have another Death Star, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> We, I, we have a we have an entire massive bit. planet that can absorb the power of an of a sun and yeah. then redirect that power out to kill other planets. Well, and here's the the other thing, which we which, which is, by the way we don't know anything about towards the middle to end of this movie that they have this weapon. They, we just know that there's this powerful dark force called the Resistance, and you know that they're well, the know, Resistance is not a dark force, but it's about midway through when they blow up Sorry, the. The Republic planets, though. Yeah, it's um, in the second so, I mean, like, act. We, we, we get mm. the, yeah, it's it's second act. We get, but I mean, like, oh, okay. like you know, it's that that's the that's the big place where it's kind of repeating straight up dramatic beats from from original Star Wars to the Here's point the, where we to the point where we have to blow the thing up and have the Millennium Falcon fly away from it. <laughs> Not only that, but we have to have the the runs through to get into that you know well, of course we, we yeah, have and, the and to be able to blow it up and yeah i don't know and it but was, when poe I mean, gets like, in there and is shooting the fun. inside of that thing that was that, fun that's a blast i have a literal blast i have to tell you also the way this new uh ship um planet whatever it is space station uh the way well, it, let's just, let's just call it what it is it's a technodrome the way this technodrome like it's a techno you know, obviously it's a it's it's a it's a yeah, yeah, obviously. Technodrome, that's a word that i have like, just right up right in my back pocket technodrome <laughs> danae i'm gonna send you a picture of the technodrome okay so the way this the way this works is thematically important to the movie because it uses the way that that whatever draws its energy from the sun to talk about how darkness and light leave people and what's left. And there's this real beautiful symmetry between the sun going away as they're powering the ship up and Kylo Ren 
coming into his coming tower. into his darkness so, and losing that last bit of light. Like it's thematically, I get it. Like I get what this, you know thing is doing but at the beginning of this movie the characters aren't sure that they're going to have to destroy this weapon at the beginning of the movie really the only thing that we know about our hero character which is this pilot named poe is that he needs to return back with this map to the resistance so that they can find luke skywalker he is waylaid he had there's an attack on the area this is the first time we get to see kylo ren come down with the stormtroopers he can and- stop lasers from blasters that was cool. That was amazing. Yeah. So we get to see his power and kind of the mystery of this character. Uh, We also meet Finn for the first time, Uh, though we don't know who he is. He is a stormtrooper um, who feels emotion when one of his fellow stormtrooper falls. Very clever to have him get the blood on his helmet so we always know who he is we always you know we're feeling his struggle even though he looks the same as everybody else you know we know he's the one with the bloody handprint and poe the pilot sends off his droid so that he's not a part of this raid uh poe is taken by the first order first order i can't can't never remember first order i don't know know. uh you're standing you're standing in line you know number one at chick-fil-a you get the first order okay that's how you remember okay i'll (laughs) Now call it the Chick Fil A group. Um, <laughs> their their first order of business is there. You go. Everything. There yeah, you go. Right. So they take him and and they discover by reading, or I should say, uh, Kylo Ren discovers that there is a map inside the droid. So the first order puts out the bolo across the galaxy that they're looking for this very unique droid who happens to roll into town, which is where we meet Ray our female lead for this movie. And right off the bat, Ray is, you know, obviously very skilled. She's we, like a scavenger. We, well, we learned that, you know, she's been, you know, her storyline is very much about how she's waiting for whoever left her there to come back, mm-hmm. um, which we'll get to theories, I'm sure, here eventually. But, um, but you know, so we learn more about her, how talented she is, uh, you know, how strong she is. Um, and then Poe and uh, Finn escape, uh, because Finn needs a pilot, another funny moment of the movie, and they end up crashing back on Jakku because they want to find the droid. Finn thinks Poe has died. He is not. We will see him again later, which I think we all knew, you know, that that was going to happen. Uh, yeah, I, I, although that was a, that was another bit I didn't quite buy. Yeah, and then Finn runs into BB-8 and Ray on Jakku, and in one of my favorite scenes in the movie is him immediately falling in love with her. Like immediately, he is in awe yeah, of this girl. That's so true. And and but not over the top. You would be too, right? Because we all would be. And and he, you know, sees her beat up a couple, you know, people trying to take BB-8, and then he he tries to do all these, you know, like save her. I'm the guy. I'm gonna save. You know, grab her hand and and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And she's just and she's. It's not like she's not having it because she wants to be in charge. It's just that. She's like, what are you doing? There's like- this one particular scene where he gets knocked out. They're they're trying to run to escape the next stormtrooper attack. And so, you know, Ray and Finn and BB-8 are trying to get to the next ship, which is how they end up on the Millennium Falcon here in just a moment. But on the way, the ship that they're originally running towards blows up and it kind of knocks Finn out for just a second. And when he comes to, his first question is, are you okay? (laughs) And Ray's face in that moment is kind of like, yeah, (laughs) you're the one that's passed out. But none of this is, JJ never spends too much time right in a moment he lets it keep moving forward 
which is why this movie has so much in it that you can go back and see over and well, over and, and again, over again. And the funny, the humor of her being like, "Oh, you're in the resistance," and he's like, yeah, "Yes, yeah. I'm in the resistance." Yeah, yeah. This is what we look like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was that was probably you know you know you you, you mentioned earlier uh, when we when we did the other show that we were going to talk about about the our funniest. But I thought that was one of the funniest things. In yeah. the movie. This oh, yeah. is what we look. This is what some of us look like. <laughs> yes, and the way the way that. Um, What's the what's the guy's name that plays um, John Boyega? Yeah, the way that John Boyega plays his character is just so fantastic. He has such a great beat. I don't. Mm-hmm. I can't believe how genuine he is. That's amazing. and also can we just? I want to. I want to like 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 back up for a second. Sure, and go say, ahead, man. How how absolutely uh, genius is it to make a stormtrooper a character? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like a protagonist, like 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 an like an ex stormtrooper. I mean, like I'd love to have more of a sense of how he got yeah, they to the go. place he got right. uh, because one thing I do really appreciate, of course, is because because I because I kept going, okay, well, why now? And then we find out that that was his first mission, and so that helps a lot, you know, like like, like okay, well, he's never he's never seen this kind of carnage before, and somebody that he that he that he cared about got, but the thing about it is he has too much personality. For having been programmed as a stormtrooper. Well, but that's the other thing is we also learn that they're doing it differently. Like that they're taking yeah. the children they're, they're from birth. Ta- yeah, they're ta- instead of cloning, you know, they are, uh, you know, they're not clone they're troopers stealing anymore. Children. They're, they're stealing no, no, children. Impor- importantly, though, Aaron, and and I and I, I mean, admittedly, this is this is somewhat of an of, of a now uh, expanded universe thing. But but we have made it really clear with with especially like the new animated series that's going on that the stormtroopers were not clones. I, oh, okay. I do. Right, yeah. I do. Just so you know, they weren't because the clone because the deal is the clones once they once they age them. Uh, I. I, I to the artificially uh, to the age that they are as clones, then they age normally. So all the clones are like fifty at that point. Yeah, I my assumption is that the force is awakening even people in the the first order. That was my assumption is that Finn himself feels has some sort of awakening. Of the force? Yeah, that he has an awakening too. Like, well, in in that was my assumption. We, I'm sure we have more to learn about his backstory. Oh sure, I'm oh, yeah. sure and we they, have more they, to they learn about. They who left he is. everything. The end of this movie left everything open for more. You know, which I loved that there's this other depth that we get to learn about. There's more for Kylo Ren. There's more Den- for Finn. There's more for her. Danae, I think you're supposed to. I, I like that you that you thought of that. I I, I think you're supposed to um, wonder if Finn is potentially a Force user. Um, but I I honestly I think that he's ultimately probably not going to be. I mean, like like you like you might be right, but I love the idea of here's a guy. Who's who's uh, who's just trying to do the right thing, and then and then the symbolism of that guy not having force powers, picking up a lightsaber. I kind of don't want him to have to have force powers. I don't know, and maybe I'm not as familiar with the universe. Just to feel the call of the light side, does it mean that you have to become a force user slash Jedi? Uh, you're either born with it or you're not. So it's kind of like Hogwarts. Is the thing, um, yeah, you, you, uh, yeah, no, it's exactly that kind of thing, yeah. Um, and I mean, like, there's so much Star Wars in. So that. you think, I mean, yeah. you think, uh, um, you think Finn is a is a Muggle? I. Yeah, 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 Finn, yeah. Finn, if he was a Force user, he would have something would have happened during the events of this. I would, I would expect that would that, that, that where he would. Yeah, I never got would, the sense he would have a premonition or he would use the Force. Um, I mean, she, she is a Force user for the same reason that Kylo Ren is. It's hereditary, right? But that's but, never but in this movie, know, by the way. But we don't. No, 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 it, no. It's not. But they. But on the other hand, they're hinting at that pretty darn hard. Yeah, they do hint at hard. But we don't know who his parents are. 
Finn. Finn's parents right. are specifically. Mm-hmm. So no, 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 we, more, no, we cer- no, we certainly don't. So there's more to find out there. The the fun thing about this, but that is, would be too many force users. I mean, like, <laughs> like, it, no, 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 really, because because it would be weird if you had like of your of your three your new like kind of triad with Poe and Finn and Ray. It would be really weird if two out of the three were force users. I have to say also that that is a key point in one of my favorite funny parts in the movie, where he turns to Han Solo and says, "I don't know, let's just use the force." <laughs> and he's like, that's yeah, and he's like, that's not, that's not how, how it works. works. That's not how <laughs> the yeah, well, force and that, works. And, and that's why I think he's he's not like because because that's the thing is that Han Solo is not a force user. He can't. I mean, right. You can't. You can't just have the power because you believe in it. Right. You, you, you have you have to be predisposed to be able to do that. I right. feel like Finn represents the person watching the movie that doesn't know what's going on but knows what's going on because yeah. it's just part of culture. Finn is the one that knows the word stormtrooper. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because yeah. he's like, well, can't we just use the force? And he's the person that's learning how all of this works, but you know, he's just trying to figure it out himself, and so he's just kind of playing along. He's kind of like the the the, the guy that ends up with the super fans and just kind of goes, you know, nods his head and he smiles when he's fan. supposed to. Do you know what I mean? He is. I, he's. You know. He's. He's so real. He's so great. Another one of my favorite moments, uh, just because I'm thinking of great Finn moments. Is when Harrison, uh, I should say, Han Solo, sees Ray climbing behind him through the window and yes. starts nodding with his head. Yes. And he goes, "Why do you keep doing this? What, what is, is this, this all about?" I- I'm trying to give a plan. Of, I'm trying to give a plan. You know, <laughs> it's so great. It, it just seems like he's just enough in our reality, in our world, like 2015, in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, he kind of has that spunk and, and punk Which to him. Which was actually the one piece of humor that didn't work for me, and I, I can see how it still contextually works. But when he said, "Did you hear him say, Droid, please?" Did you hear him yeah. say that? Uh, yeah, I didn't like that either. I'm with just, you. That just that's, too con- to- that's too contemporary. Yeah, it did. It felt just a, a little too contemporary. Otherwise, it's it's pretty timeless, just like the others were. Right. And, and yeah. So so storyline wise, really, what we have going on here is then this droid, which is paired up, you know, just fantastically, you know, as the force would align everything to try to as. The one ring would call into its own. <laughs> now we have the light side trying to bring these people together, essentially. And uh, they acquire the Millennium Falcon as their escape route. And when they get it up into space, there's a really fantastic series, you know, a nice little, little run where we get to see them, you know, her pilot skills, I guess, because she's mm-hmm. piloting the Millennium Falcon, which, by the way, is a really fun thing because we were just in a, a ship that's brand new and it's got all these fun you know elements and they're using it because poe and finn you know they had just finished flying together the tie fighter they flew the tie a tie fighter, fighter together yeah to that was yeah. which that was a fun escape scene oh, by the way great um now we're in the millennium falcon which is you know this clunker so we're back in the same exact vehicle we were we were in a little while ago it seems you know but now it's like old technology so we're watching finn and, and it was old technology then yeah, yeah that's true <laughs> so we're watching finn and ray as they're you know chasing out they get up into space they have a problem they have a stall and this is one of the scenes that i was talking about that kind of had that pacing issue for me so they get up to space and they're they're starting to kind of connect together uh, figure out like who each other is really and then there's a leak that they have to go deal with and they kind of like hop to it in a way and then it cuts away you know mm. like so it's like let's go solve this problem and then it cuts away to another scene so i could kind of see where probably cuts to like kylo ren yeah interrogating that was one of those particular oh, no, no, moments. that was before then yeah so the interesting thing is the ship the millennium falcon is absorbed or drawn into another gigantic 
Freighter. Know, freighter. And this is when we are boarded by Chewie and uh, Han Solo, who have finally found their Millennium Falcon. They enter the ship. They find uh, the droid and the girl and the guy, and they're trying to figure everything out. Um, now they're on this ship together where... I guess, is he kind of like a, what would you call him? Is he Han Solo? Yeah. He's a smuggler. He's, he's a space smuggler. So he's still smuggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, he, he, well he's, he's gone He's gone back to smuggling because he doesn't have a place anymore. Right. right. He, said, he, says, he tells that to Leia. He says, you know, I went back to the only thing I was ever good at, you know. So, Which is really sad because you can tell he's not comfortable with it. Yeah, you can tell. You can tell. Like, like, he, like he had this, he had this huge in, arc in the original trilogy where he discovers that he actually does care about other people and that he's not out just for himself anymore and then his son goes dark and uh he can't and he can't stand to be there with uh with lay anymore and they're not working it's not working out so so he this so he has to go so he has to go back to that and it's and it's terrible because it's not him anymore right like, yeah. exactly he's a he's a leader i mean like han solo's whole arc in the originals is about how he's a natural born leader and resists that and now he doesn't have anything to lead anymore and then but see, they can feel can, it they everybody yeah. can feel it you know uh Ray and Finn can feel it. They mm-hmm. can, you know, they can sense, you know, he says something like, you know, you are the Han Solo, mm-hmm. you know, of, of the, you know, public or whatever he said. Yeah. Um, I, I yeah, think there's just comparing him to Luke Skywalker is so interesting because because they because they were they were you know you know they had really cool interesting parallel uh, character arcs in the originals and now they both feel responsible for this guy going dark and they both failed as father figures. Kylo so you, Ren went dark. Yeah, and so you just dropped a spoiler. We actually haven't dropped yet. I don't think which is that Kylo Ren is her, uh, is Han Solo's son, Han and Han Leia's. And Leia. yeah. Son and um, so Han I love the way this movie. Sorry, reveals I'm just not. I'm just not used to this like linear structure of conversation. No, 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 it's no, like, you're good. No, it's great. Things like <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's sorry. Fine. No, it's okay. No, it's it's absolutely fine. We jump around too. We just when when we're done jumping around, we kind of go back and and carry on with. We've done it, but we 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 spoil many ways. <laughs> so, but the I love the way this movie revealed that it was just a matter of conversation when it was time it was i think it was uh, there was a couple hints skull what, what's the the commander the oh yeah snoke. snoke snoke i think snoke just says it when he's talking snoke to kylo, kylo ren and there's I, a comment i love about that it. it wasn't you know like it didn't have to be this big gunk 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 it was just right. once know, again comparing it to something else abrams did that's not that great it's not <laughs> i am khan yeah, and then exactly. everybody in the room is like who the hell is khan what do you think <laughs> <laughs> who you know, cares the- oh it's just for the we all know that there are people in a theater watching us right now <laughs> What I thought was really beautiful about this, and it's tragic, is any kind of a moment when there's people, there are people who are going to watch this movie who have lost a child, who have lost a child to drug addiction, or the child has passed away, whether young or old. It It is that feeling of two parents who have lost something. And are trying and, and can't recover afterwards. I have to tell you, it reminded coming from the church culture that I come from and being a Christian myself, it reminded me so much of how Christian parents will talk about kids who don't follow their religion, you know, right. who who have, you know, walked away or, you know, backslid or, you know, whatever. Like that feeling of love them so much, I want them to, you know see the truth you know that i see and it, it just reminded me so much of you know the the prodigal son you know yeah, type stuff. it had a lot of that and i thought that they did a good job of 
pacing this information that there's hints about Kylo Ren having a father. Then there's the father is Han Solo. Then there's the father is Han Solo. The mother is Leia. Well, first it was it was Vader is the grandpa, which yeah, then yeah, you yeah. knew that Leia was the right. mom because that's the only you know. Well, could have been that... Luke's. That's, that's how that works. <laughs> could have been Luke's. Well, how does yeah, that but, work? No, no, here's the thing though. That's that, but that it, well, he just got with someone we don't know because I, I mean, I guess we'll talk about this later. But um, but wh- who who is whose daughter is Ray? I mean, that's like a really mm-hmm. big key question right now. It's Luke's daughter. Let's it just say it. Well, yeah, well, yeah, it's, no, 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 it has to be. But that's why I'm saying that. It, here's the here's the thing. Um, it has. Originally, every everybody that like really knows their Star Wars stuff in expanded universe thought that they were brother and sister, right? Because in expanded universe, Luke and Leia get or Luke and Leia, excuse me, Han and Leia get married and they have twins, and the twins are both Force users. And I I want to say because I haven't read all that, I want to say one goes dark and one and one doesn't. But that's what everybody thought we were going to have here is that is that Ray would be the good. No, I don't think so though because um, they make it. Because you'd think that there would be some kind of a sense that there that that there were two siblings and not just the one. Like I don't like, know. Like Han, I and, thought Han, and Leia, Han and Leia, sure, okay. But then why would the lightsaber pass down to her necessarily? I mean, it's I still think blood the relation. Cho- I, I think the lightsaber chose her. I think that's what happened. That's you're back to Harry what, Potter. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the whole choosing thing. That, that's that, no. That I quite, actually, the, what the I feel like is, is her her power was stronger because there's a moment when both. Uh, Kylo Ren and and she are pulling at the lightsaber because it's, it's not moment. just about it's not just about power though it's a lineage thing right like like it was it was Vader's I mean it was it was Anakin Skywalker's and then it was Luke's and now it's hers like like she has to be in that lineage yeah Ray Skywalker yeah I know who you're talking about um, so <laughs> like, I'm just saying she's she's got to so I mean I, like, I but agree. that's why that's why I think she's probably not. Um, his his sister, and if so, you'd think that they would reveal that here because doing it in the next one is kind of too Empire. Like I, I don't I don't really want the I am your sister, I am your brother scene yeah. necessarily. But like they, I, I don't because, because I don't think that would surprise open, anybody. But they left but the, it open. They didn't even address it. Although it is something in the trailer. We want you want to talk about the trailer? Yeah, that was the one thing when we were talking about trailers that in the in the trailer they have the Luke speech of um, yeah. you know. Uh, my father had it. I have it. And my, my sister has it. And, and now you have it. it. That's what. She, that's what he says. Now we went back and we watched the original moment when he says this to Leia. Whenever it's mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker talking to Princess Leia, the big reveal that they're brother sister, and it's not verbatim. No, it's a different reading. And, and I'm I'm thinking, is that in the next movie? Like, is that you know? Uh, we we leave this movie with her finding Luke. Luke is in this movie for you know a split second, a split second at the end, and uh, and is that gonna follow? Like, is that where we start the next one? Is him saying that to her, and then we you know we realize that she's his daughter, and I would imagine. So I can't believe they put that in that trailer. That is because what what really confused everybody was well we've heard his voice, we know he's in it, but he's not on the poster. And yeah. so, like, everybody got real confused about it. And then there he is at the end, and that's not in the movie. Um, that that uh, that line's got to be in there someplace, because I don't think they're just making up stuff for trailers. That's the only one. Like, I... like, or, or, now, let me ask you this. Is the, is the, um, is that line, is the Snoke line, there's an awakening, is that in the movie? Yes. Because I don't yes. remember it. Yes, is, it is. Is it in the movie? It is. Okay. Yes. Yep. Well, then, There's it, well an then that would be the one. Like... That would be the one thing they made up just to, to go. Well, you know, Luke Skywalker is supposed to be in the movie, so we better put him in the trailer. Well, somewhere. here's here's the other part of this: 
is that they have the the trailer, the official trailer says, who are you? It is all about who is she? And they don't answer that question at yeah. all. The only thing that they do is they, they let us know who Kylo Ren's parents are and that you get the feeling that Ray and Kylo Ren are somehow related, that potentially cousins, potentially siblings. And I'm okay with not knowing, to be honest with you. I had such a great time in this movie. Like, it's okay for me not to know the answer to this. I expect that they're going to continue to do good storytelling. There's the next one more. Me too, but, me too. But let me ask you this. How do you, what could it possibly be to be a big enough surprise to match I am your father? Yeah, I, that, that's my that's my big question is when they reveal it in the next one and if they play it as a big reveal mm-hmm. and it's and it's either of those two things, no one will be surprised. No. And that's OK. I mean, it's is it's, it is it, though? I, I mean, think like, so. I, I, all right. I, I mean, it's it's difficult, right? Because uh, you but it seems like the only reason we're saving it is because we don't want to we, we don't want to do that reveal until the reveal movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. I just, I, well, I don't know. I and, and again, and again, I'm resisting some of that stuff. Right. That's right. what I was gonna say. What I was gonna say is it's difficult because we live in a different era of way sequels are made. Uh, you know, they have gone into this creating like, and this kind of started with Lord of the Rings. I'm sure there's other examples, but where you go into it knowing we're making this many movies mm-hmm. and we have a story to tell over this many movies, right? So they can play those things out a little bit different. So, for instance, if we find out that you know she is indeed Luke's daughter. Um, which we're all convinced she is in the next movie. If if that were to happen over the course of one movie instead of two, it would feel right. Mm-hmm. But there's something about it that can feel off you because guys, you guys is literally a cliffhanger. Yeah, because <laughs> they're literally literally on a cliff. Okay, right, yeah, <laughs> they're on a cliff. Well, no one's <laughs> actually like hanging from. There's not like there's there's no peril really. They're just. I have to tell there. you uh, something. On a cliff. I, I noticed the first time and was even more evident to me the second time. I don't know if it's intentional. I want to say it is because it has to be. Is how much Daisy Ridley looks like Natalie Portman. Uh, I, I yeah. it was yeah, yeah. Just I, I picked up on that too. Mind blowing. There's a, t- a couple, I, like, I almost yeah. thought like they computer generated Natalie Portman into her face a couple times. <laughs> like it was, which is really really cool when you think about it. Though I mean, it's just a it's just a such a fun fantastic part of this lineage because she would be her grandma because that would be her grandmother if she's part of and she has to be part of the lineage. Just, she just has a, to be. She yeah. has to be. Yeah, she I, has to be. And and that has. Otherwise, to be. it's too random. And now now if they if they blow our minds and it makes sense, I'll be real impressed. Certainly. <laughs> Now, we but, do. Uh, see, one thing. I'm sorry. Let me ask you this real quick. It might, might it be that 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 it's one of those things where they're trying not to spoon feed us, and so the idea is, well, we're just supposed to know that now. Like, yeah, like, no, it's, like so. it's pretty clear. And that when we, so I mean, like in that sense, it's not a big, it's not a big problem. My worry is they're gonna play it like a reveal. So like, I don't have a problem with it in the movie we just watched. But that's but not moving what they did. Forward, but that's not what they did in this one. No, they didn't play anything they like a reveal just in this one. Gently, let they're us just know. telling their story. Yeah. and I think that no, I they didn't. Res- but but the original Star Wars doesn't have that moment. Right. And they're parallel, and they're paralleling those movies like that. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Yeah, you know is, that I, like, is that like because they did the the Death Star explosion? Surely they're going to want some kind of a like, Luke, I'm your father kind of scene. That could be. I don't know. So in this movie, we have one character, Kylo Ren, coming into his dark power, and one character, which is Rey, coming into her light power. And Rey doesn't know that she has any kind of connection to the Force at all. Really, her story so far is just that she's so she wants to go back to where she came from because she's waiting for someone from her family to come back and get her. And she's just wanting to make sure that the robot gets to the Resistance because she feels a connection to that. Here, she's kind of caught up in a series of events and finds herself 
at one point in time face to face with Kylo Ren um, just as she is beginning to realize that she's got some serious power that is starting Mm -hmm. to literally come alive inside of her and i have to tell you that there's a that scene when kylo ren is trying to take over her mind he takes off of his he takes off his mask she resists him and she resists him and gets in his mind that's great oh i had chills i had chills and there is something really awkward about like if you take yourself out of that scene and you and you make it about you know anything else it doesn't work you know like but they are acting and they're doing such a fantastic job of the intensity of this incredible invisible i thought adam battle. driver was great i thought the nuance in his performance was so beautiful well and i like that he has the same nose as his father. Can I talk about that for just a split second? That's hilarious. Because when he takes off his mask, you never know what to expect. It's mm-hmm. kind of like when in Beauty and the Beast, the Beast turns around after he's a human. You're like, whoa, you have a nose. Like, I uh-huh. didn't expect that. That was, you know, thanks for having a realistic, different appearance. Mm-hmm. He has such a beautiful presence. And he is a beautiful man to look at. It's interesting because he's right on that, like, he's a... Uh, puberty he has like a puberty feel to him like where he's still kind of like um an awkward teenager Mm -hmm. you know where he's tall and lanky and a little bit awkward and even at one point in time when he is face to face with his father a little bit later on in the movie he's crying and emotional and he has this element of being a a child and he's spoken of like a son and a child by his parents whenever we're talking about Mm -hmm. him but he also equally even with his mask off has this other presence that's building inside of him, and you can tell he's fighting, that he is being called to the light. He talks about it even apologetically in his prayer time, you know, his dark his dark Lord prayer time, <laughs> you know, where he's apologizing for having calls to the light. He wants to kill that mm-hmm. inside of him so he can fully yeah, embrace right. his that's, darkness. That's really cool. We've been talking about Harry Potter a lot. He reminds me a lot of Tom Riddle. Yeah. I can see that resemblance absolutely. Yeah, and I don't just mean I just don't I don't mean just in the face, but I mean like like teenage Tom Riddle. Like he's yeah. got a lot of that stuff going on. You know, and I think that's something that we all kind of again such a beautiful way of sto- storytelling. So you know, thanks to the Star Wars for creating a storyline that we all can kind of relate to is that we have choices in our life of trying to embrace more of a manipulative dark style where we take things from people and we hurt people versus the light side where we're trying to resist that, you know. So here you have these two characters really coming into their own. And there's a, there's a whole entire sequence where, you know, Ray has been captured and she's coming into her own power. There, One of the one of my favorite scenes is when she's trying out what she knows that the Jedi can do, which uh-huh. is the mind manipulation against the stormtrooper. Yeah, that was so much fun. That was so much fun. She's completely in restraints and in a I'm chair. dropping my gun. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. kind of testing stuff. her power and just how that whole thing plays out and the whole audience, you know, we're like wondering if she's going to be able to do it and, you know, that that whole part of, of her getting loose um, and having these few key characters on this, you know, stormtrooper bad guy made planet that's about to blow up and are about to, uh, you know, launch this weapon and t- destroy the Republic. You know, this whole thing is about to happen. And we've got all these characters that are just doing their own individual thing. And she, here she is coming into her power. And you're like, how much power is she going to have? Yeah. It seems like it's a lot if she's able to just oh, I can do this? And then she's just so determined, which I have to say, looking on the only what we've seen in this movie, because it's the first time we've seen her, you can make the assumption she's she's tough. 
she is tough crack. Like she is. Well, she's had to be. Had, she survive on her own and scavenge on her own. Yeah. And, yeah. and you can see that in the movie. They didn't have to do a lot of explaining. We saw it with our own eyes and can kind of see that she's just a strong person. So for her to kind of come into her her power is pretty cool to see. And it and it, you know, plays out with the completion in the final lightsaber battle between, you yeah. know, her and Kylo Ren, right. which starts as a lightsaber battle between um, you know, Kylo Ren and Finn. And you know what? And and even before that, the intensity of that moment is amplified because we have another major spoiler here. There is a moment when one of our beloved characters is murdered and it just sparks the intensity of this whole entire last sequence. Uh, that was the one scene. That was the one scene in seeing it a second time that I was um, that I learned new things from. OK, let's talk about um, that. This, this is a Han Solo's death by Kylo Ren, his son. They, you know, meet out, of course, on a bridge. How beautiful was that? Uh, it, it was gorgeous. That is the thing it's I recognized ominous, right? the second time. Oh, it's so beautiful. Because the first time I was, I think, a little distracted by what I think a lot of people will be, uh, be by. I don't think it's a bad distraction. I think it's a good distraction. Everybody knows what's coming. Oh, yeah. Everybody in the theater knows what's coming. From the moment he... Uh, he yeah, the, oh, yeah. You know it. Ev- the way it's set up in and, and your... Go get our son. And what's amazing yeah. is you're hoping... You're just hoping you're wrong. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. You're just like in that moment... Well, that, that's what's so impressive about it is that there is like a, like an eighth of a second where you think maybe it won't go where, where, where you know it's going. Right. Yeah, like the moment when he's like a boy again and he's crying and he's like, I hurt. I just want this to be over. And, you know, he seems to be handing over his lightsaber and... Well, it was the handing over the lightsaber that I was like, oh, maybe maybe he is going to live. Like, I, I didn't buy the emotion, uh, which I think was real emotion, but was manipulated. Like, I, I, feel, oh, yeah, like, definitely. I feel like that was real emotion from Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. but he was using it to manipulate the entire time, even mm-hmm. though it was well, real. And that's, and that's great, because that's what the dark side's about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly right. Yeah, so, I, it, it was really difficult. You do know it's happening from, you know, you have Leia saying goodbye to him, to to Han Solo saying, bring home our son if you can, kind of a thing. You have your new characters above looking down the way the light is shafting from their open door. You have um, Han Solo handing the charger, the, the detonator over to Chewie, you know, and I'm like, uh oh, you know, that <laughs> if, was... if, I, if I could, if I could, I want to talk about this thematically for a second, because uh, in, in Empire, you've got uh, you've got Yoda telling Luke Skywalker that the path to the dark side is doing the easy thing. And I think it is really, really interesting that we're seeing the other side of that here where he is fighting the light side mm. and ta- talking about ta- talking about Kylo Ren. And when he says he has to do something that is that it's going to be very difficult for him to do, it's the wrong. The difficult thing is the wrong thing. Right. And that and that is that is absolutely fascinating and scary and mortifying and and like this guy is evil Luke Skywalker. He doesn't want to be his father. Mm-hmm. That um, this is this is that I mean, like, parallel. Like that, that is that is so cool. This is this, this is, is the parallel would... we were talking about earlier. Th- that there's so, there's similarities to the original storyline that I kept loving. Well, that's where this it works so well because yes. this is a place where you know it subverts your expectations because mm-hmm. um, it goes all the way to Empire and that scene is mirroring. The uh, the Luke I'm your father scene. Yep, it mm-hmm. sure is. And in in fact, what's so interesting about it now that I'm thinking about it is that Han Solo has lines that echo what Vader says. Hey, tell me more about that. Because he's the father in that scene. He says, um, it, uh, he says there's still there's still light in you. He says you know it's true. Yeah. Darth Vader, Darth Vader, and Empire that you know it to be true. Yeah. That's so cool. It is cool. It's so so great. I mean, we have 
we have a lot of just these beautiful, like woven storylines coming through. And, and even though some of them are on the nose, the feeling of it is that this this universe is. It's like it's just going to keep calling unto its own and it's just going to keep using the characters and the people and the lineage that it has to use in order for the balance to continue. And right, you know, and you still have what feels like this resounding optimism. But then there's this also really kind of ominous, scary thing of, okay, so is this what every generation is? Where you have the where you have the light side user that trains a dark that trains an, an, another one and then they go dark and then like 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 is is that the point is that the, I mean it's the constant struggle right like that's like that's the yeah point. it's the circle it's the circle that that's hard to break and now we're gonna have a reference to Lion King. <laughs> As I call him live. Impressive, most impressive, but you are not a diva yet. I have to say that scene was beautiful and tragic, but it was beautiful. It was a beautiful. It it was hard to watch. It was perfect. It was even, so well even done. Even the moment when it was she was so perfect. Because 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 Han, which by the way we hear Kylo Ren's real name, he calls it ben. over the. He calls him Ben. He's named after Obi Wan Kenobi. Ben Solo. I did not pick up on that, yeah. and now I want to punch myself in the face. Yeah. Yeah. He says That's Ben awesome. from the and when he does that, and it echoes out. And you've got you know you've got Finn and Ray up top. And you got Chewie setting some detonators and he kind of looks over and he has this hollow cry. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was heart wrenching. Like, uh, dude, what are you doing? And they're all just like, OK, this is the moment. You know, is he going to flip? Now, obviously, he makes the decision to kill his father to attempt to kill the light inside of him. And this, like I said a moment ago, really amplifies the intensity of this entire kind of final run towards the end, which is when all the characters are so charged by what's just happened. And then we have this launch of sequences we have the resistance you know firing on this planet to try to make some kind of a break so they can get in and try to do damage to shut down this weapon before it fires in just a few minutes and the sun is being drawn out you know uh, and it's no accident that the last beams of the sun are drawn out at the moment that he kills yeah a han solo oh that's a good point this yeah. really interesting dust dusk like mm-hmm. scene that's kind of coming over with this red sort of overtone it's just gorgeous and, and tragic and then you've got um, you know all these characters and you've got Chewie that sets the detonators and now there's another hole so the resistance goes back in for another run with well, their and, fighter and, uh, jets uh, uh, thematically I, I want to bring this up because it, we're right in the middle of this scene uh, this is one of the points I think I mentioned in the show proper about how JJ lays the themes on thick uh, Poe has a line when they're doing this flyby of this machine where he says as long as there's still light left we've got hope yeah. And oh yeah. And it's cool. and it's just thematically exactly what the movie is about at that point. But that's yep. cool cuz it's also a thing you could see him saying. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, it makes Cause, complete cause, sense. Cuz cuz he cuz he he doesn't he doesn't realize the the uh you know the the veracity of what he's talking like he yeah. like like the the, the the broader implications to what he's saying. He's just talking about that moment. Yeah. But that that but that makes perfect sense. Um hey Talking about the sun, can I suggest something that is admittedly reading way, way, way too far into things? <laughs> sure. Here's why, going back to what we were talking about earlier, that I that I think we're going to ultimately find out that they're not siblings. I just thought of this. Um, they made a really big deal out of paralleling the twin sun thing in the original Star Wars with the one sun on Jakku. Like, hmm. like Tatooine has two. This one has one. And I never thought about this before, but and, and this was probably not intended, but you could potentially read that as the two sons represent and are foreshadowing that they're siblings. 
right. and that she is alone and there is one son on that planet. Mm. Yeah. And if that if they end up not being siblings, I think I can totally read it like that. There you Absolutely. go. Absolutely. I don't think that I I think that's beautiful. I I as, am proud as, of that. Drop the mic. <laughs> as, I'm out. as much parallel as there is, I, I don't think that's that's too much to to read in at all. I think the end of this movie really kind of comes down to the major light scene, lightsaber uh, battle, which is we kind of mentioned a little bit ago. It actually which starts is with the best moment in the movie. Oh, it's so I, good. Like, uh, you know, like some, there's something sorry, beautiful about there being snow falling, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so you've got this purity kind of moment where you've got Ray coming into her light power. And then you've got this like tall, lanky, angry kind of and he has this sort of manicness. He's like hitting a, himself where he's injured. Yeah, he has this like what? Yeah, what is, what I, is I looked that? at my wife and I said, "Why is he doing that?" She says, "Well, I got injured." I said, "Well, I get that, but how does that help?" Um, he has that. <laughs> Why is he doing that? That adolescent kind of like crazy pump up sort of feel, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, I love that his thing. Oh yeah, like he, like he's on steroids. Like, my favorite yeah. thing about like him, a, like I love like that his thing. His thing is that he loses it and breaks whatever's in a oh, room. I know, I know, that I know. Um, like when he did that, I love that they faked this out the first time he did it, where it's like, where it's like we just know he's going to kill the guy in that room and so two things first of all it's really fun that he does it right away and then he just breaks everything and the guy the guy might as well have said are you done now are you, <laughs> oh, are, so you are you done and then and then he does kill him just like you would figure the vader thing um and then but but uh but what's really cool about it is uh he has to suck the guy toward him and choke him physically which uh is a which which is uh showing us how he's not as powerful as Darth yeah, Vader. He's not and, as and how and how badly he wants to be Darth Vader. And I think it's so interesting that um that that, that this guy is uh is using Vader as a role model and he doesn't understand Vader because Vader went to the light side at the end. He yeah, exactly. And that's not really even mentioned in this at all. Now I don't know, you know how the hell he got his hands on the helmet. I hope they explain that to us at some point. Yeah. But... That was a pretty cool moment too. <laughs> so like you think that Luke Skywalker would keep that or maybe he did and maybe he gave it to him for some reason and maybe mm. that's maybe that's part of why Luke later on will will uh, or why he obviously does you know you know right now will, will, will partially blame himself where he accidentally put him toward like him. Darth Vader and not yeah. yeah I wonder if they'll go there oh. um but but I uh, because that because that would be a really good reason for him to have that helmet you yeah, know true. one of the interesting things about the the light the big battle at the end is it starts off between Finn Mm-hmm. And um, Kylo Ren. Well, Ben Kylo Ren. Ben he's, he's no longer Ben any longer. Kylo Ben. Kylo Ben. Ben is dead. Ben is dead. He actually said that your mm-hmm. son, your is, son dead. is dead. Yeah. yeah. So, Which, by the way, is also the Vader thing. Mm-hmm. You, he, he he killed uh, Darth Vader. Killed your father. There was truth to Darth Vader. Isn't killed that crazy? your crazy? It's so wonderful. I love this conversation. Yeah. I did like seeing Finn uh, each time pick up the the lightsaber because again, it has he has that feel of like, oh, if I was going to be in this movie that's the character i'd be playing because i'm Mm. just the normal joe you know so he's trying and he's doing a pretty good job of battling but yes eventually you know ray herself after she kind of snaps out of it because she got thrown against a tree she picks up well she calls Mm -hmm. the lightsaber to herself and then we have this epic battle of here's what i loved about the lightsaber battle yeah i love that it was that it was gritty it wasn't so much of, and I, I think it makes a lot of sense too. Because if you watch the prequels, you got so two much, teenagers. So much that. of the so much of the lightsaber stuff <laughs> was so choreographed, right? Which right, makes sense right. because at that it's point, Lord, it's Lord of the Dance. It's, it's Stomp. 
And, right. and and I know some people don't like it and make fun of it, but I actually think it makes sense. In, They're trained. In, because those are trained Jedi. They're trained Jedis. warriors, like, yeah. They, yeah they They're are, trained Jedis. They are samurai. And, and so there is that element to it. But these are people who don't really know that stuff. And so right. they're just swinging at each other. And yeah. I, I thought that was really not only smart, but effective, too. There's this moment toward, at the very end of the battle after she has successfully defended herself, after she, which beautiful scene when the lightsabers are crisscross, which happens with Finn and Kylo Ren uh, earlier. But here we have it with uh, with Ray as well. So Ray and Kylo Ren, they're crossed. And he says, let me teach you about the force. And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, the force. And she calms herself down. And that's really when this battle kind of shifts. She comes into this power. And as she has begins to defend herself and, you know, uh, overpower him, really, uh, they kind of get like thrown apart from each other a little bit. And then this, simultaneously over on the other side of, of the planet or just a little bit away, um, uh, Poe has successfully gotten into the weapon and done this really cool destroy sequence that Aaron mentioned earlier, just shooting the snot out of the inside of this thing. Pow, pow, In a pow. tight space. It's so cool. And then he zips out. So now the planet is basically in self-destruct mode this thing's going to go down uh so the ground begins to kind of like earthquake and, and shake so poetic but what was really yeah what was really beautiful is like when <laughs> poetic uh, when ray and kylo ren are separated from each other it, it, she the the ground like d- divides them and it felt so powerful i don't know if you guys felt it in that no, moment absolutely. it was so powerful when the ground was like and like they were separated mm-hmm. and you could kind of felt like yeah, he's the dark. He really if, has gone, and she is if, really coming to her power. I wonder if, like you were talking about, uh, Cap, you were talking about, uh, actually, Danae, I think you mentioned this, that maybe he had the mask because when Luke taught him about the dark side, he actually started to fall in love with it, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. There's yeah. there's an echo in that scene then when Kylo Ren is like, let me teach you about the Force, where he, that's not what he's intending, but she's like, "Oh yeah, the fort." Like, oh, he, she takes it and goes the opposite way that he was intending. Back, yeah, it. I well, just and, it's, and it's very it's really important. It, it's very important that she doesn't want to uh, embrace her destiny and go the the, the way she's going. Right. Um, there was there was uh, the reason that Yoda and Ben are in Empire afraid that Luke Skywalker will go dark is because it's partly because he thirsts for adventure, which is which is what uh, Finn has. So if Finn got if Finn found out that and this is why I don't think he's force sensitive. If Finn found out that he was force sensitive and that it was his destiny to do what he's what what I uh, what she's supposed to do, he would embrace it and the danger would be he would love it too much and it would be all about his ambition and power um she is not going to be tempted by the dark side like she is exactly the kind of person that once she decides to embrace it needs to and and uh, and and is the is the perfect potential jedi because she doesn't want it and that and that humbles you right. like, you, like 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 she has to but she doesn't actually want it i also thought it was super cool we tag this on really quick that when she first touches the lightsaber and she has all those different flashes yeah it didn't i didn't realize until we got to that snow scene that some, that one or more of them are premonitions yeah. and not flashbacks yeah. Uh, when we got to the snow, I went, wait a minute. That was a premonition. Yeah, and that was the part. I, I really liked that scene. I'm glad you kind of t- touched back on it because when she does, uh, she hears the lightsaber calling to her and she goes down the set of stairs and into this room and she finds it. 
And when she touches it, she has all these, you know, crazy visions. It's kind of like an acid trip or something, you know, like she turns and suddenly we're in a new environment. And so the audience is like, wait, what's going on? So we're in yeah, this. Yeah, and I, and I loved how how scary they shot that too. It was, it was I mean, powerful. And that. It was, yeah. There's parts from her past. So we're kind of like learning about her, but at the same time, we don't know what's future, what's present, what's past. So yeah, that was a really, really cool scene and, and something that I hope, um, they continue to like show us the development of the power well, of using the force. Well, and that echoes the, the idea that like the force is supposed to be this 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 like all encompassing thing. So mm-hmm. time isn't really a linear. Right. It's all sort of happened already. Yeah. Right. What is the character's name that ran that establishment that Han went to where they found? Oh, I don't. Her? I I never I never with the out big what her name with the was. big Google Glass not Google Glass but the, the 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 goggles yeah she was one of the CG characters we kind of talked well, about that's earlier why I, that's why I brought let's it up just, she she let's just call her Edna Mode Edna Mode let's just call her Edna Mode that's like, great <laughs> that's great from the Incredibles she did not give I was her, just thinking that I she was did thinking not that give the whole her a time. cape she did not give her a cape she gave her a lightsaber that's right no capes um so her and then Snoke. Uh, were the two CG characters that every time they were on screen, I was just like, ah. In Snoke, for me, uh, you mentioned you know Harry Potter. I for me, it was almost um, Ultron too. Like it, like there's oh yeah, he was just sitting in the chair the, and S- Snoke. Mm-hmm. What I appreciated is that when the scene ends, the first time we see Snoke, it was a projection. At My wife first, and I argued through that scene. We were whispering to each other. I said, he, "Is he actually a giant man, or is he, or 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 is or is this going to turn out to be a hologram?" She said, "No, nah, it's a giant man." I said, "It's a hologram." And there's a hologram. She looked at me. She went, "Dang it, it's a hologram." <laughs> she yeah. wanted so badly for him to be a giant man. I was. I, I want when we finally meet him because we. When I actually go to him, when we finally meet him, I still want him to be a giant man. <laughs> I want him to be tiny. <laughs> <laughs> I want him. To She's be like, no, he's thing. actually. He's actually in a glass. He's Ant-Man gone the other way. Like I, I was a little distracted by him, mostly because of his size. And it was just so, like, we I haven't seen giant creatures like this, you know, in the Star Wars realm before. And he's so human looking. Um, I, I didn't. But it does call back to the way we first uh, brought up, the we first showed the Emperor as a giant head. Yeah. That's true. Yep. I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's definitely echoing that. I It was interesting because my wife was listening to the podcast live. And when, we were, when I was talking about being distracted by a couple of CG characters, she texted me and said that she didn't even realize there was any CG in the movie. Like, she just, she was so into it, she just, it didn't even phase her. See, I think the reason it was jarring is because so much of the rest of it is completely integrated and you can't tell yeah, where Yeah, that's what it was for me. Are. It was just different. Those two characters were different than everything it's else. A t- it's a testament to how good it all looks. Because, you know, that those things are taking us out. Like, you don't notice, so I don't want to compare this too much to the prequels, but you don't notice that stuff as much in the prequels because so much of it's CG. Right, exactly. The other character uh, is that where, when when uh, Ray finds the lightsaber, they're at an environment. It's kind of like a, you know, this old castle type looking place where people can kind of gather and trade and, and she is the overseer of it. And she was a CG character. I actually liked the, the character. There was a tenderness to her I didn't expect because there was a little bit of a warning going in from Han Solo not to stare. You know, so you're like, oh, what are we going to, you know, what kind of a person is this going to be, you know? And it's this, you know, non-imposing character who apparently knows a lot of people and has been around for a long time, you know, and has like this horde of really interesting things in the caverns below. So she has an interesting, you know, moment and she tries to actually lead uh, Ray to embrace her powers. Um, She's female. She's female Yoda. 
Yeah, yeah, I guess in a way she she kind of is, and she's sort of guiding the story. I mean, line. she's not she's, she's not convenient. a Jedi, but she clearly is. Yeah, she is, but she's but she's clearly that really you know wise sage character uh, who who knows everything and who is always going to go the right way. I would be real surprised if we didn't see her again if we didn't kill her off. She her she also has a Wookiee. I fetish. thought she was going to. Yeah. Or, or did she or did she die there because they blew up the castle? So I, I thought she was going to die. I was like, oh man, no. She I think I think she runs out. I think towards the end, but I'm okay. not sure. I'm not finding her. Wait, name wait, how on dare they blow up the? How dare they blow up the coolest building ever in Star Wars? That was so. Like, that cool. was the coolest building ever in Star Wars. Now, the, now the, the the thing that that the, the structure that we see at the end with Luke is a close second, but that. That yeah, castle, man. you know, it, 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 towards the end of this, basically, like we said, kind of at the beginning, is when this planet begins to explode after a successful uh, attack from our heroes that are on the ground and our heroes that are in the fighter jets, uh, they all kind of zip away, um, except for Han Solo, who is left on the planet. Uh, well, he kind of falls away, um, and and yeah, Han is dead. Han is not right. Like, coming I mean, back. It's, there's yeah, no, that's they're not going to pull. No, no, he, no, he's dead. Yeah, he he's gone. dead. He can't come back. That was and, and he can't even be a force ghost because he wasn't a force. I would, that's person. what I was thinking too. I, I when I was thinking, oh well, at least he'll be a force. Wait a second, no. he can't you be a force what? ghost we- unless unless somebody is powerful enough to like go into the ether and be like, oh, hey, fans would like, revolt. They fans would be would upset revolt with that. No, that would be ridiculous. You just got to let some people go. Unfortunately, Han is one of them, and it was really sad to see Leia sense that he had gone to because mm-hmm. it kind of cuts over to her when han you know dies um which by the way yeah and one... continues to be the only force thing she ever does Poor her. is sense people, people and, dying oh, man uh, i really awful. was hoping i don't mean to be a fanboy about this i was really hoping that we would either see her do something more force powery in this or yeah. that there would be talk about how she was a jedi for a while i like <laughs> But oh, but oh well. Just because, like the the whole the whole like there like the whole there is another thing from the end of Empire never paid off in as cool of a way as it could have. Yeah, that's that's always been my one big complaint about the original trilogy is like I want them to do more with that. Yeah, I I, I agree. The other thing I wondered too about in that moment because what sure. happens then after that moment is R two D two wakes up. He has the rest of the map. Uh, and they put the map together in what, and what wakes him up. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, I was, gonna ask. Yeah, I was really, I was really confused by all that. That was funny. What just, what just happened? Hello. Oh, I, something. To my sorry, something started on my phone. You <laughs> nice. know, I, and I my, I'm sorry about that. That's okay. The assumption. I'm so unprofessional. <laughs> the assumption that I made is that Luke sent some kind of a message to R two D two, like that Luke felt something too. Like my my assumption that is that is that somehow wait, wait, how would that how would that work how would he send him a mechanical message with his brain didn't do you remember okay so there's two there's two times in the trailer we saw it in two different trailers than in the movie we see it whenever she touches the lightsaber and has all of her flashes mm-hmm. the metal hand touching R two D two. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's that's true. There is some kind of an energy to that, okay, well, what that moment what that, means, that looks what that like means he's see- transferring some kind of information to back and like he is sending something to R two D two. But but that but that was pretty clearly a flashback. Like like I like I thought the idea was that he already had it in him all that time, and that for some reason now he's waking it up, waking up and 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 giving it to. I don't un- I don't understand all that. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. These are assumptions. Movie, like, this is just where like, I was. Like, 
because it seems like he was just holding out the whole time. Like, C-3PO makes it makes it out like R2-D2 is just really depressed because Luke left and he won't turn himself back on, and that's why he's running on low power. And then at the end of the movie, um, when when we kind of win the day, he just wakes up and now he has the other part of the map. I don't know what's going on. Maybe there was some message that Luke sent to him and says, hey, some sort when of... the next Death Star blows up, wake up and, yeah, there's some and come sort get of me. cross-galaxy <laughs> Bluetooth. You there's know, something going on. Going on. There's, there's something. I, I, but did... I, I don't know. That's the big thing that I think right now is really silly, and I'm hoping that we fix it in the next, or not fix it, but like that we explain it in the next one, and that it's not as silly as I think it is, because that's goofy. It's like he's got the one piece of the map still the whole time. Like, why would he hold out like that? Why would he tell them where Luke? And I thought Luke was depressed. I thought he was depressed because Luke left. He knows where he is once he has the rest of the map. <laughs> so wouldn't R two D two once they have the other piece of the map immediately be like, holy crap, we can go find Luke Scott. Let's go. Like Which... that's. It's I'm so confused. It does happen. I, I did find the, the end of it interesting when everyone returns, you know, from this battle. And, um, you know, Finn doesn't go along with. He's left behind to recover after, you know, his After he got battle sliced with down Kylo the Ryan. back yeah, with a lightsaber. That didn't look pretty. Uh, which, again, no gore. <laughs> PG, totally, totally PG. But that can't have felt good. Um, and so Chewie and Rey and R2-D2... Uh, those are the three we know for sure, uh, travel to this location on this map that, I don't know if you guys caught this, you probably did. Ocean. The island. ocean and the island, mm-hmm. which is what uh, Kylo Ren was pulling out of Rey's mind yeah, when he when was she, trying to manipulate her and find yeah. out where Luke Skywalker was. you're lonely. Was. I see the ocean with the island. That Yeah, that you send, you send yourself, you, you dream of the ocean. Mm-hmm. And here, There's too much going on in this movie. I forgot all about this part. <laughs> yeah, so here now they're showing up on the ocean, the island, and I, what was great is I think Ray thought it was just part of her imagination, and now she's realizing it was a premonition. Mm-hmm. So now she climbs up these beautiful, beautiful steps in this ancient world, and you've got this beautiful music playing, and she gets to the top, and you know there is what the Jedi Master. What an incredible final... frames like uh, just the way the the way it was slowly spinning for their context but the ocean was Mm -hmm. flying by spinning like it was just it's beautiful yeah it was just really beautiful yeah and and gut-wrenching because we we all or at least i was pretty darn sure that they would do exactly what they did which Mm -hmm. is she gets up there and then he either he either would have one quick line of dialogue or nothing yeah i looked at sarah just before that scene and i said wait a minute are we gonna do unification and she said what do you mean i said okay so uh two-part episode of Star Trek: the next generation unification they bring in spock and they're they're looking for spock and the very end of the first part of that two-parter we finally get to the cave and there's spock and he's says one line and then we go to to be continued and i went oh man we're gonna unification luke skywalker and that's totally what we did we did but you know it was so beautiful and when she hands over the lightsaber and offers uh, yeah offers it yes offers and it's very important that he doesn't take it yet yeah so here here we have this frozen moment in time and we're like watching it but what was really beautiful and i'm curious what you guys thought there is no dialogue there is no conversation it is complete silence but they are saying so much in their back and forth between their eyes because you're looking like Ray, she's like giving this, I'm here, this is yours, I found you, like, what are you going to do with this? And But in Luke's eyes, it was like this crazy amount of emotion of like, I, I don't know, I almost heard like fear 
and like frustration, like like I failed last time and now I'm going to have to go again. Like there's just all this stuff and I'm just trying to read his 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 face because there's no dialogue. But yeah, well, and I haven't seen you since I dropped you off on Jakku, you know, he, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, we, <laughs> that was crossing well, that well, crossed and, and my you, mind. That crossed my you, mind several times in that when part. You compare that when you compare that to the scene with her and Kylo Ren fighting each other mentally, you wonder how much actual real communication might be happening there that Ooh. we don't get to see. Like, 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 right? like they, they might, they might actually be force talking. I don't mean telepathic, right? just like feeling talking, you know what right. I mean? Like, 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 so there's a lot going on there that like, we don't, we don't know. I know. And we won't know for two more years. 2017. Yeah, I know. No, d- dang it. <laughs> Uh, guys, this I is, know it just uh, it hurts my feelings. It's it's sad because at the end of the spoiler cast, which I know we've gone we've gone for An a hour. while talking about this incredible oh, movie. Wow. All right, um, it's worth it though. There's so much more. Oh, there's so even, much we didn't spoil. Even, like, there's so, oh, much, so we much we didn't stuff. even talk about. Well, I mean, like, I wanted to talk about the destruction of the Republic planets and stuff. Like, like I want to know if that was Coruscant or not. Yeah, it looked like it. Um, it, well, yeah, but we also had. Plan every. I mean, we also had a planet in this movie for every that looks like every planet we've ever had in Star Wars, except for a swamp planet. Yeah. That's so true. I mean, like, there. I guess because because I told because I, I said that to Sarah. I was to my wife. I was like, is 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 that Coruscant? And she was like, what well, could be some other city planet? We have a desert planet and an ice planet. I was like, yeah, but the thing that was cool about Coruscant was that was what made it unique was that it was a, a the whole thing was a city and there was no other planet like that. So I'm assuming that was Coruscant, and if it was. Um, J.J. Abrams has done us Star Trek fans a big favor because we're even now. Because he blew up Vulcan in Star Trek 09, and now Star Wars fans lost Coruscant. So we're even. We're even now if that was Coruscant. And that's nice. why it matters to me if that was Coruscant. Nice. They're also, they're also uh, what I think is the funniest moment in the entire movie we didn't talk about, which is the, the when uh, BB-8 gives the thumbs up. To Finn. Oh, I laughed so hard. Oh, I laughed so yeah, hard. Yeah, that, that was. Both I well, and it's so, so funny because it's a lighter. It makes you. Want, it makes you want him to go to a concert and hear oh, a ballad. Oh, so and then good. like shake his hand back and forth. Like you want him to go to a Coldplay concert. We and just like shake it, his hand back. And forth. We didn't talk at all about the the beasts that Han Solo was, you know, carting that got loose, yep. and that was a great. So there's still a lot left, but just to say. What a fun movie, and I can't wait to see it again. And boy, I hope you've already seen it if you listen to this. I really do. It, even it, if you haven't seen it and you just wanted to listen to it, absolutely still do go yourself see it. a favor. Yeah, go see it. If you want to wait until the tail end when you can find it in a, like a discount theater or something, that's totally fine. Then you can fine, see but, it next December. But absolutely go. <laughs> right? Go yeah, to the you theater. Can, you can see it just before the next one comes out. <laughs> I have to say, before we go, I liked Star Wars when I saw because I love sci-fi movies and I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it when I was a kid watching this. Yeah, I was born in 1980. I think I watched him in like the late 80s for the first time. I think. It's been a long time and I really don't watch them religiously. I never read the books. I didn't really get into it. When the next series of movies came out I watched them but I didn't get involved in it emotionally at all. I was really disappointed in it. I thought they were totally lame but I loved seeing Natalie Portman all dressed up so that was awesome. This is my first moment that I have become a Star Wars fan. This is mm. this is this movie. Like just there was something about the characters, the way that it was all coming together, the beauty of it. I I, I felt like it was a very respectful of the world. It it felt very Lord of the Rings to me, where they clearly were respecting it, mm. and I loved that feel. So now I want to go back and watch all the Star Wars. Well, we'll know so much more in two years. Two so years it'll to be go. Fun. 
It'll be a blast. Captain right. Logan, thank you so much thanks, for joining guys. us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It was fun. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.